Good morning and welcome to another edition of Book Talk brought to you by The Bookshelf. And we're joined by both Chris and Mary this morning. Good morning to you, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. And uh, what kind of, uh, so we have any uh, uh, new books, uh, some uh, new titles on uh, the list this week? Oh, we have, well, 500, yeah, there are 538 new books coming out today. Um, and so we do have a few uh, debuts on our list that Mary's going to start us off with. Yeah, we um, there's nothing in the hardcover fiction, which doesn't surprise me because there's some awesome titles in there already. Um, so they're, they've been passed around and talked about. And um, I, I just love it when you get together with people, they start talking about what they're reading. And it's just so much fun because... It's like, yeah, 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 all good stuff out there. <laughs> um, we, um, we'll we start out with the hardcover fiction. Like I said, no debuts on that list, but not, not a problem. Um, number one, Gabriel Zevin with Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. Uh, Geraldine Brooks has number two with Horse. Lessons in Chemistry, Bonnie Garmus at number three. Mohsin Hamid. At number four with The Last White Man. And Matt Haig rounds out, excuse me, the top five with The Midnight Library. Um, there again, there's just lots of good ones on there. And um, they just, they've been just buzzing around each other. They've been playing hopscotch and, you know, going, coming in at different places, but they're, they're um, hanging in there. In the nonfiction, now that's another story. We have four debuts in our nonfiction. Um, David Sedaris is still hanging in there at number one, though, with Happy Go Lucky. And Michelle Zahner at number two with Crying in H Mart, a memoir. James Cleary has number three with Atomic Habits. Uh, number four, <laughs> number four I, I looked at the title and then I, I looked up the book, so the title kind of makes sense <laughs> in a weird way. Um, it's a debut. It's uh, Jeanette McCurdy, and she was a um, child star wasn't she way back in the 80s i'm guessing yeah she looks fairly yeah, i uh, can't say that i'm familiar with her but um uh, uh that's what the book is about the memoir is about her um what yeah. she considered to be a horrible childhood yeah uh the the title and this is what we're dancing around the title it's called i'm glad my mom died um <laughs> i guess Excuse me, I guess that catches the, yeah, yeah, I guess that catches the attention. It's kind of a morbid title, but, you know, somebody picks it up and reads it, I guess. Um, Number five, the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse, Charlie McKessie is still up there in the top five. Number six is a debut. Um, It's called Shy, the Alarming Outspoken Memoirs of Mary Rogers. Now, I didn't get a chance to look up who Mary Rogers was. It's not ringing any bells. It's kind of dinging something. Mary Rogers was Richard Rogers' daughter. Uh, Of course, the Broadway producer who did all those beautiful um, musicals, you know, Richard Rogers. And 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 it's kind of interesting. She she tells it the way that she saw it. Um, And uh, this is kind of a Hollywood... Um, 
biography. Uh, it's all about her growing up in the musical theater environment. And um, so, you know, anyone who is a, a Hollywood or a Broadway fan, they would really enjoy this book, you know, because she's yeah. kind of, um, she name drops and, you know, mm -hmm. talks about, you know, a lot of people that have started on Broadway, like Carol Burnett. And um, she wrote the books Freaky Friday and Once Upon a Mattress. But that's oh, pretty much, okay. you know, it's just about her life. Yeah, so that's kind of a interesting uh, behind-the-scenes perspective, I bet. So that would be yeah, good. that sounds good. I think good. so too. I mean, I totally loved all of his Broadway shows. Oh yeah, oh yeah, did every one of them. Um, mm -hmm. Let's see, number eight's a debut on our list. It's um, an, another now this this one I know. It's called Path Lit by Lightning: The Life of Jim Thorpe, and that's David yeah. Moranis. Um, so, yeah, we talked yeah, we talked was, about that a little bit, I think, uh, last week when it debuted. Of course, Jim Thorpe mm -hmm. um, was, he won gold medals in the decathlon and the yep. pentathlon in that 1912 uh, Stockholm Olympics. And um, he played football uh, at, at the Carlisle Indian School. And also, um, uh, he is when he was in the first class of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Um, played in baseball for the New York Giants. You know, all this, he just did everything. Um, but he had yes. his uh, medal stripped, and they he just got them back. I think it was maybe a couple weeks ago that it was announced yeah. that they decided to yeah. give his medals back, so which was long in coming. Oh yeah. So that was that was pretty cool that this book came out you know, at the same time or around the same time. Almost, I'm sure yeah. that wasn't planned. Yeah. Oh, but that's pretty neat I that it worked. Sometimes it's hard to tell. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I second guess nothing anymore. Um, yeah. Another debut, on, another debut on our list is Life on the Mississippi, an epic American adventure. And that's Rinker Buck is the author on that one. So I guess if you like this, a good... It's got a little bit of everything in this book. You know, it's history, um, but it's also about expeditions. And what this dude did, Rinker Buck, he actually built a wooden flat boat, just oh. like the ones that they used to come down the Ohio River in the 1800s. Um, oh, Mark Twain. They, uh, yes, that's how they pioneered this area, actually. So many of them came on flat boats. But, you know, the river isn't the same now no. as, it, as it was in the 1800s. I mean, it's uh, in many cases, it's wider, it's deeper, um, because, you know, with the help of the Coast Guard and the Army Corps of Engineers, you know, it's kind of been transformed exclusively for the benefit of commercial barge traffic. Right. So if you can imagine right. a flatboat up against the barges that have like 25 containers long on the yeah. river, it can, um, it can be a little a little uh, uh, diverse, as we say. Yeah. Uh, some of the things that they, some of his adventures you cannot, you know, you can't describe on the radio, um, but <laughs> this is, you know, and he uses a lot of other local history books from libraries along the way for his journey. Oh, cool. And so there's 
there's a lot of factual basis, uh, you know, for history, but it doesn't read like a history book. Um, and he's so clever the way he writes that this is just just a lot of fun for for anybody to read, Ooh, especially cool. if you're interested in things of the Ohio River. So yeah, yeah. lots of fun. Neat. Okay. In the paperback fiction, um, there's just one debut on our list. Uh, number one starts out, though, with Where the Crawl Dads Sing, Delia Owens. Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, Taylor Jenkins Reed. Colleen Hoover, back on the list with Verity, number three. Emily Henry, number four, Book Lovers. Colleen again at number five with Ugly Love. <clears throat> and um, Colleen got about... Ten of them on there. No, not quite, but almost. Seems like. And, yeah. Um, when we talked about when it was in um, hardcover, um, it was on that list for quite a while. Colson Whitehead has number 14 debuting in paperback, um, Harlem Shuffle. So that that sounded like a really good one. That's kind of on my list to read. Now that it's in paperback, I may have to pick that one up. Mm -hmm. so, I think we might have it. And, sure. Yep. That's our debut on that one. Um, in the nonfiction, Braiding Sweetgrass, still number one. Number one, Robin Wall Kimmerer, The Body Keeps the Score, Bessel van der Kolk, All About Love, New Visions, Bell Hooks, Finding the Mother Tree, number four, Suzanne Simard, and This Is Your Mind on Plants, Michael Poland. So <clears throat> no other debuts on that list, but like I said, a lot of good ones on there. So no, no excuse. Children's early and middle grade readers. One and only Bob hanging in there at number one. I think that is a young Hoosier this year, I do believe. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yep. So this week's yeah, yeah. This, this year's um, on this year's yep. list. Yeah, so that's, that's a good one. It's Catherine Applegate. Mm -hmm. uh, Invisible, a graphic novel. That's Christina Diaz. Gonzalez. Smile, a graphic novel. Raina Tegelmeyer at number three. The First Cat in Space Ate Pizza, Max Barnett. Super Deluxe, Super Extra Deluxe Essential Handbook, with Pokemon at number five. And no other debuts on that list, but I'm sure they'll be coming once kids are all back in school and start talking about what they read this summer and what they want to read this summer or this fall. And so that'll be changing around here soon, I'm sure, with debuts. In the young adult, we were liars, E. Lockhart. They both die at the end, Adam Silver. Casey McQuiston at number three with I Kiss Sarah, Shara Wheeler. Family of Liars, E. Lockhart, number four, and one of us is lying. <laughs> okay, so we got death, lying, and kissing all in the top five. Yep. Um, no debut. <laughs> That's young adult for you. Um, no debuts on that list either, but um, like I said, I, I think that'll be changing too one of these days. Children's Illustrated, Goodnight Moon, Margaret Weiss Brown at number one. Very Hungry Caterpillar, Eric Carl. Bluey, The Pool, number three. Dragons Love Tacos, Adam Rubin at number four. And Bluey Camping at number five. Um, no debuts on that list either, but <laughs> there's a lot of classics in there too. Yeah, they, I, I noticed that, that they, a lot of those are creeping back up there. Yeah, uh, Chicka Chicka Boom Boom's on there. I love that one. Good Night Gorilla, Brown Bear, Brown Bear, what do you see? Blueberries for South. Oh, this is one of my favorites. 
Ryan Higgins, we don't eat our classmates. Yes. <laughs> I love that book. <laughs> I do. Uh, yeah. And and actually, they he did a really cute one for Halloween um, with the little dinosaur. So yeah, I will have to pull that out. About time to put yep. the Halloween stuff out. There you, yeah, scary, isn't it? <laughs> so I'll wait for next week. Yeah, there you go. Um, in the children's series, um, the first two, yeah, I think they should be in the teen thing or young adult. But Heartstopper, Alice Oseman. In the summer, I turned pretty Jenny Hahn. Wings of Fire, Judy Sutherland at number three. The Bad Guys, Aaron Labby. And Dogman, Dave Pilkey at number five. Um, so that's that's my list of the indie bestsellers this week. So what do you have, Miss Chris? Well, let's go pull up the bestsellers from the USA Today. And... Uh, um, let's see, we'll start right off with number one, where the crawdad thing is still number one, hasn't changed. Yep. 206 weeks on this list, so, um, and, and, you know, we just had someone stop in the other day and said, you know, we went to the movie and now I have to read the book. I said, well, that's, that's yep. a good way to do it. Um, <laughs> it ends with, yeah, it ends with us, with Colleen Hoover. Um, she owns this list pretty much. Um, and, and as we'll see, uh, we have debuting at number three on our list as well as the um, independence. I'm glad my mom died, and um, and once again, it's the story of Jeanette McCurdy, uh, a former child star. I'm going to have to figure out what she starred in because I, yeah, I guess don't recognize her. Um, yeah, I guess we'll have to Google says, it or something. Right, includes. Uh, uh, you know, her life and, and what it was like to survive her mom's oppressive management. So her mother evidently was a stage mom. So mm. we'll have to see how, what that's all about. Number four, we've got Colleen Hoover back with Verity. Number five, we have Colleen back with Ugly Love. Uh, mm -hmm. Number six, once again, the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo. She's uh, She was up a, a notch. She was seven last week. Um, November the 9th by Colleen Hoover is back at number seven. Reminders of Him is number eight by Colleen Hoover. <laughs> and then we have uh, The Long Live the Pumpkin Queen by Shay Earnshaw. And, of course, this is um, in that universe of um, The Nightmare Before Christmas in, in that uh, kind of a story. Picture book. Uh, kind of a kind of, kind of a neat little thing, uh, if you're into that, for sure. Yeah. And then David Baldacci is rounding out the top ten with the six twenty man, um, and he's been on for oh, he's been on for five weeks, so that's that's pretty good for him. Um, yeah. Let's go to the next the, the next bunch, and Heat Two is back. Of course, this is Michael Mann's uh, book. It, this is kind of the, a continuation of the classic film about international crime organizations and um that is um once again by michael mann and meg gardner he too the summer i turned pretty by jenny hahn still with us all your perfects by colleen hoover is number 13 next to mine 
James Clear is still with us with Atomic Habits, trying to uh, give us an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones. So uh-huh. um, we have at least one nonfiction book still on the list. We do have a debut next in line at 15, Local Girl Missing. This is by Lisa Reagan. And this is the 15th in that series by Detective Josie Quinn. The Book Lovers by Emily Henry is back with us. Uh, Emily, of course, is a Cincinnati native, so it would be lovely if you stop in. We keep saying that on the radio, but we don't get any response. Uh, Number 17 is also a debut. Um, This is Lisa Jewell, um, and she's coming back with a a standalone sequel, uh, which is kind kind of funny to hear that put that way. A standalone sequel. I don't know. If that yeah, that's kind of a standalone. If it's a sequel, uh, yeah, an oxymoron. Isn't yeah, it? <laughs> uh, which uh, is three people that are uh, looking for answers to their own mysteries. They discover they're connected in surprising ways, and that's the family remains by Lisa Jewell. Swamp Spirits is another debut. This is Janet De Leon. This is the twenty-third in that series of the Swamp Team 3, and they're taking on a case involving a decades-old mystery of a missing woman. And once again, that's Jana DeLeon. At 19, we have the 48 Laws of Power, uh, Everything You Ever Needed to Know About Power by Robert Greene. And that's actually one of the, a big business book, you know, they use this a lot in, um, in, uh, Con, uh, at conferences and things, this is one that some, sometimes I wonder that's why this pops back up. Um, yeah. It's just been passed out to all these salesmen. Um, and rounding out the top 20 is The Silent Patient by Alex McAleedes. Um, and uh, this did really well in hardcover. Um, uh, it's back in paperback with this book. So Alex always does a good book. Um, he's well known for a lot of the stuff he does. Yeah, so we, we actually we, talked. Yeah, we talked about that one last night when we got together with some yeah. girlfriends, and um, that was yeah. one that was mm-hmm. brought up that they're reading, and um, several mm-hmm. of them are reading, and they were really excited about it. And <laughs> uh-huh. That's pretty good. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I I don't have a date actually that it came out in paperback, um, but I know that it was oh what. Uh, you know, before the um, pandemic, it was out in hardcover. So, yeah. you know, this is, yeah. it's been around for a while. Okay, so let's see what we have coming out. Um, let's see. Let's see what we have coming out this week. Um, I think I have. Um, oh, Allie Hazelwood has a new one called Love on the Brain. This is just a fun Oh, romance book. Um, she, of course, did the one that did so well, The Love Hypotheses. And she always uh, publishes in paperback, so that's available for you. Yep. Um, creepy Crayon. This is a creepy tale by Erin Reynolds. A really cute mm. um, story for Halloween of his little ghost. And in this case, the bunny is um, having some problems with what he thinks is a creepy crayon. Uh, what else do we have coming out? Oh, a new one by um, uh, William Kent Kruger, who does, uh, he writes from the Midwest uh, 
type of a book. This is a Quark O'Connor mystery, number 19. It's the 19th in that series, and it's called Fox Creek. So that's out uh, this week. Um, what else do we have? Karen Slaughter has one called Girl Forgotten. So we know that that's going to be a good mystery because that's just what he does all the time. And Faye yep. Kellerman um, has a new one, a Decker Lazarus novel. So that's out this week. Um, the Ninth Month, this is by James Patterson. And um, it's, it's, this is the first time in print. He's writing this book with Richard D. Lalo. And the little subtext is, what wouldn't a mother do to save her unborn child? So this is the ninth mm. month for this book. Um, Patricia Briggs has a new one out. It's the new Mercy Thompson novel. Of course, those are set in Cincinnati. And it's called Soul Taken. So it's a little paranormal kind of a um, uh, book that's a lot of fun. It's got a, it's got a big fan base here in, in town. So we'll, I'm sure that's yep. going to be going out um let's see of course we do uh, there, it, what is it with not a political book we've got one called breaking history a white house memoir by jared kushner of course he's um gotten some buzz with this book and plus the fact that you know so many people think he's he's the dude he's the mole in the in the, <laughs> of the um trump family but you know who knows about that um, of course, we, we did talk about this little one that's coming out this week, The Little Good Wolf by Susan Stevens Crummel. Um, she's always so much fun. Of course, we've had oh, both yeah. Susan and, and her sister here uh, at, at all of our schools, um, just um, talking about how they do their art, how they choose their stories, and they usually always... Uh, in this case, they always like to take a book that's, um, in, in this case, it's a fractured fairy tale about a wolf who is so good, it's bad. And will he ever fit in with his family of big bad wolves? So, <laughs> and you know, the cover is just darling. It's so, it's so cute that <laughs> I, I can't wait to see it. Um, let's see, what else do we have in this crazy list? Uh, well, there's there's an awful lot of them. Like we said, there's 538 new books out wow. this week. So, you know, there's a lot for us to try to make a decision on, you know, which one. I do notice there's an awful lot of Halloween books coming. And oh, um, yeah. it's just time for, for them to send those to us as booksellers to start thinking about having those on Yep. Our shelves. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, time for that. I'm, I'm sure in the in the stores they're getting stuff put out already for Halloween and oh. all. And yeah, I so. I would think so. The Halloween candy is coming out. Um, oh, so, oh, let's see. We've yeah. got a little <laughs> a little bit of time left, so we can look and see. Of course, it drops down next week. We've only got 333 new books coming out. Not oh. quite as many, but there looks like there's going to be some fun ones. Sarah Addison Allen. She hasn't had a book out for a while. And oh, I, really I love, love her stuff. I yep. do, too. I really love her stuff. And the new one is called Other Birds. And um, and once again, she's writing um, right off the coast of South Carolina. 
Um, and it says that there's a cobblestone building shaped like a horseshoe and named after the tiny tur- uh, turquoise birds um, that live in this, in uh, you know, in this uh, building. And there's kind of a, you know, it's a magical story. She always has, she blends all of her stories with, um, you know, the things that are going on with people and how they relate with each other. And in this one, it's also got, you know, about a legendary writer and three ghosts. So, yeah, oh. this is going to be a lot of fun. Oh. She just writes. Oh, yeah. She just writes with such humor that um, I'm, I'm yes. looking forward to that one. Gonna be yeah, a lot of fun. that'll be a good one. Uh, Karen McManus has a new one for the kids. It's called Nothing More to Tell. She, of course, has the lying book. So, um, I guess we're done with the lies and <laughs> starting with the truth. So, no. Either that go. or you're into total, uh, into total denial. Yes, absolutely. R.L. Stein has a new one. And I love it. The Stein Tinglers. All new stories by the master of scary stories. So, you know, this, wow. the, the cover is just darling. So I know that kids are going to, of course, he's the goosebump dude. And um, there's so many that are all, all he's, he's just a favorite. Um, the 2023 Old Farmer's Almanac is out. Now, uh, oh, no. So already? How do you find out? We, they're already talking about how much snow we're going to get. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm we're that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Mary Roach's book, her bestseller that did really well in hardcover, is coming out in the paperback. That's Fuzz, When Nature Breaks the Law. And, of course, that's all about how, um, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, animals just get into trouble. Yeah. And cause some problems, but, of course, with with the the shrinking of their habitat, and that's just going to happen. You're going to find they're gonna, yeah. you're going to find deer walking down the street and bears tearing up people's uh, garbage all the time. Now it's yeah. going to happen a lot more often, unfortunately. Um, so uh, we have Alex Jones. We have Alex Jones writing a book, and it's called The Great Reset. Uh, and the war for the world. So, okay, anybody that wants to follow Alex Jones, that book will be available next week. Um, and uh, let's see, one more. We probably have one. Time, time for one more. Uh, as, as I'm scrolling through here, there's just so many of them that look really fun. Um, but Sarah L. Thompson has a new one for young readers, and uh, it's called Brown is warm and black is bright. And this is just a picture book that looks, you know, really interesting to have. So, you know, that's just some of the stuff that's coming out uh, in the next couple of weeks. So you can always come yep. in and talk to us and we can look stuff up for you, especially if you have a favorite author. Um, I'm, I see here that... Uh, Taylor Jenkins Reid has a new one coming called Carrie Soto is Back. So uh, that's, I'm sure that's going to pop right on there as soon as it has a chance to be out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we're more than happy to, you know, set anything up for you. 
All right, sounds good, ladies. And uh, again, uh, your location, date, um, hours, and phone number, please. Okay, we <laughs> we we have no sidewalk in front, so we uh, have the back door open, so you know people come through there, and it's, it's kind of like a maze. But you know, if you really want to come in, we're we're there, or you can come through the front door. It's just pretty nasty. But we're on the corner of North Walnut and Boeinger. Um, and we are open Tuesday through Friday, 11 to 5, Saturdays iffy, um, so call ahead. And um, uh, you can call 812-934-5800. All right. Thank you very much, ladies. And you join us again at this time next week for another edition of Book Talk, brought to you by The Bookshelf.